welcome to another Warhammer Waffle episode of Realm and Ruin, a Warhammer podcast. A podcast so tasty it's soaked in Warhammer syrup. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> I'm your host, Matt, and joining me as always, a guy who you would always make an offer on. It's Cameron. How you doing, mate? Ah, uh, hi. I'm not actually that valuable, but thank you. Um, also, w- what does Warhammer syrup taste like? I need to know. Uh, shame. <laughs> um, backlogs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a very complex palette we've got here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Notes of fiscal in- irresponsibility. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you could break it down to stuff like contrast paint you know mm. uh, green stuff and things like oh, that yeah. But yeah yeah you know <laughs> i suppose it depends on how productive you are but like i said for some of us at the Fair. moment it is shame <laughs> wow <laughs> that's all right <laughs> <laughs> so for this episode obviously usually when we do a warmer waffle which admittedly we've not done for quite a while now oh yeah just of yeah stuff last and, year was crazy yeah but as we all know <laughs> so yeah for this one we're i think Obviously, we'll still occasionally we'll do these waffles, which obviously the primary mm. way that we usually do these is it's just we rock up with random stuff we want to talk about and we just talk about it for, you know, 45 yeah. minutes to an hour. Uh, but I think what we will sometimes do is use the waffles to talk about a particular subject that we wouldn't necessarily fit into our main episodes. So in yeah. this case, we're going to be talking about eBay and obviously mm-hmm. the buying and selling of Warhammer on there. And you know, we will see what other ones we may do. Um, I mean, even today, it sounds like Cameron may be doing a Necromunda one. <laughs> I may have ripped <laughs> yeah, you into apparently. something like that. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I'm always happy to talk about Necromunda. <laughs> exactly. So it's just, you know, like I said, we, if we do these short, short little, you know, episodes, we can, like I said, sneak them in here and there and, and you know, just try and uh, make them as interesting or as specialist as we can if, you know, if, if there's a particular mm. subject we want to talk about. And so... Yeah, we'll talk about eBay. Now, the sort of this came about uh, from my perspective because I feel that I do okay on eBay when it comes to Warhammer yeah. and I and I've sort of I start I've started sharing tips with people that that want to listen <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you know ask advice on how to like I said save a bit of money you know particularly saving money when you're trying to buy oh, yeah. Warhammer on eBay. And so I thought, mm. well, you know, I've got a few techniques that seem to work or at least have some sort of success. Let's talk about it. And hopefully some of the things we say today will, you know, help you in some sort of way. And that's basically the, the purpose mm. of it. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Cameron, what's what's your experience when it comes to Warhammer and eBay in general? Um, I don't have a massively wide experience, but my experience is overwhelmingly positive. Um, I bought four or five things for Warhammer specifically over eBay, I'm pretty sure, over the last nearly four years. Um, <laughs> uh, time. <laughs> three, three, four years. Well, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What year is it? Um, uh, but my, my experience mostly has been trying to get things that are either out of production or out of my mm-hmm. price range. Yeah, that's um, fair. Yeah. Um, or just, you know, things I don't want to buy a whole box for. But, like... Um, I got my old school metal sig vault off of yes. eBay. Yeah, of course um, did, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> like a day before the prices on those rose to infinity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, and uh, I got, I got, I've got an 
a knight and uh, a dreadnought i think off there as well as like rescue projects almost um mm-hmm. so my my experience is more in things that i may not be able to afford otherwise but yeah. there's a cheap beaten up one on ebay or whatever <laughs> yeah. give it a crack give it a crack see if you can get it uh see what you get out of it um yeah. it's generally been my experience on there whereas i think you have done more general shopping on mm. ebay as well yeah I yeah i i mean my experience is i don't even want to say probably how much i've bought on ebay over the last few years <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you can actually almost na- you know number it i would not even be able to come close to that i buy a yeah. lot on ebay I, I probably buy most of my warhammer really on on yeah. ebay um because i just find it's often the best way to do it now mm. like you sort of alluded to is i i generally buy like you say it, i i use it mainly for one or two things it's buying general stuff um yeah just general kits or like you said i it's stuff like bits and those those things you just mm, i just need yeah. something i just need a you know this head i just need that that gun you know i don't need uh, yeah the whole kit it's it's sort of that's my main two purposes for it and and obviously you would get a whole spectrum of it it's obviously great for buying used models or people that mm. are selling a bit of backlog and so you know it, it's i think it's a fantastic place to look at for a lot of these things and i think it's it it to me for a lot of people it can become almost your go-to it's my go-to now effectively and i'm and so yeah and i think obviously ebay for some people they can be extremely experienced so some of the things we're going to say they'll probably know so it's you know yeah. but there'll be a lot yeah. of people that aren't that au fait with ebay or they use it you know a bit mm. sparingly so won't know some of these things that will that'll probably get mentioned so you know, and ultimately, like I said, if it benefits, you know, people listening that you, you know, can make, you know, some cheeky little savings here and there, then that's mm. the purpose of it really. And, and hopefully yeah. that way you can, it'll, yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with saving money and, and, uh, and oh, getting yeah. a good deal. Yeah. That's, that's a great feeling. And, and it's win-win hopefully for people, because ultimately, mm. you know, if you can, you know, get a good deal on some of your Warhammer, happy days. And obviously the people are still selling it because obviously, you know, people are trying to get rid of stuff often it's not yeah. always making money it's often it's often they want to clear out <laughs> their backlog you know it's what warhammer <laughs> is famous yeah. for we have backlogs yeah, you know absolutely. so yeah you know so you're doing them a favor by buying it off them that's how you got to look yeah. at it so <laughs> 100%. <laughs> exactly so we'll, and so we'll touch upon selling a bit but i think like i said primary focus for this will be the buying part of it and yes. also it'll be well at least my advice anyway will be focused around the making offers part because that's mm. where you can really save your money um yeah. so you know let's let's kick it off so when it comes to you know and i suppose this goes for anything on ebay obviously the main sort of well three ways you can buy something is you've got the bidding auction process you've got mm-hmm. the buy it now which means you literally just buy it for the price that they're asking for or you've got make mm. offer which is yeah. means you can as it as it suggests you make an offer <laughs> uh, depending on on the on the item and obviously whether they'll accept it or not uh, yeah. and obviously you will get combinations of that as well like you will mm. have where it's an auction or they will put it on a buy it now as well for example or sorry make you know a, a make sorry a buy it now or a make offer so you will see different combinations um yeah. i th- uh, my experience with the auction side isn't i don't think you can rely on the auction side so i I won't say much about that because (laughs) you're at the mercy 
of of other people being involved. I wouldn't rely on the auction side of things because no, ultimately, no. you know, most people will know that the the best way to try and get somewhere with an auction is to do a last second bid, you know, a sniping yeah. bid where you yeah. but then you've the, the downside to that is you have to be there ready you know generally i know there's mm. probably there's lots of tools and for that can do it automatically for you but you know conventionally yeah. you you may get a, pot, a a notification on your phone like oh there's you know this this particular thing you're watching has only got 10 minutes to go and then you know you may you know can see if you can make a last minute bid but then often it's gone past the price you'd want to pay for it and yeah you just yeah. let it let it ride yeah. out so i yeah. wouldn't rely on you know, I'm not saying you can't get a good deal on auctions. Obviously, you can, but it's a lot less reliable, and obviously, a lot mm. of it's outside your control. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, as as part of that, actually, I'll just butt in for a second. Yeah, sure, um, yeah, yeah. There, there, there is a function on eBay where you can pick an item and you can give yourself a, essentially an automatic bid. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can say, "This is how much I'm willing to pay." Yeah. Like this is my maximum price I'm willing to pay for this. Uh every time someone else bids, it will automatically bid fifty cents or a dollar higher than them up to that limit. Uh I, I find this to be extremely frustrating. Uh, <laughs> yes. Because it turns out a lot of old and rare Warhammer models on eBay that have like long auction times, someone comes in, decides what they can handle for a price. And right at the start, puts that on there. So I was like, I found some like old metal, uh, like inquisitorial retinue models late last year. I was looking at, I was like, oh, I could get those, could be cheeky. They're only $30 as the current bid. And I was like, I'd be willing to pay up to $70. And I put in like a $31 bid. And then literally within half a second, it was $33. Yeah, exactly. So like, oh, yeah. Well, $34, I was like, no, it's $36 now. It's just frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless you're going in at the last second, like you said. It's pointless, and even going in the last second, that automatic bidding can beat you to the punch if their Absolutely. bidding is higher than uh, yeah. higher than what you bid. Yeah, it's it's really not an efficient way of getting anything. No, no, is that yeah? You've summarised that perfectly. That is yeah, that is exactly it. And I, I like I said, I think the best you can do is because you know because obviously a lot of people are using eBay on their phones, therefore you will get notifications. So you mm. know, there's no harm in in watching that item, which you think, well, I'll just see how it goes. It's got six days auction left. I'll see where where you know where it goes, but you know, it, you can if you get that notification, sort of. I think often it's when it's 15 minutes left, you'll say, oh, you know, you have got 15 minutes left. You want to, you know, put a cheeky bid in. Obviously, if it's still at a low price, you think, oh, I can still mm. get in there, then go for it you know go see if you can do a last second bid it will sometimes pay off sometimes it won't but again it's very yeah. unreliable whereas like i said what touch upon now which is the the make offer side of things and, and partly the buy it now because like i said there was there's an, a technique i'll explain which mm. can which will be a generally more consistent and require less effort which is obviously the mm. key because again a lot of these tips are going to try and give you people today about buying warhammer on ebay it's trying not to make it too time consuming because obviously you're trying to save money but then time is money as well you know so you want to make yeah. it as easy as possible because obviously you, you mm. know you don't want to sort of go well i'm trying to shave two pound off this this uh, <laughs> thing i'm trying to buy when you think well yeah but it's taking you an hour of research and yeah, whatever you know it's like yeah. is your is your time worth two an hour worth two quid you know it's things like that really so you you know you want these things to be efficient so yeah when it comes to buying stuff my, again this is my personal approach and i imagine it's same for others how i look at where what to spend 
on something is I look at first what the the retail price is, i.e. what's the GW price for it. I then mm. look, uh, or often know off the top of my head, is what is my retailer of choice charging yeah. for it. In my yeah. case, Alchemist Workshops, but other people, it would be whoever they use. So, and then my next goal is I, can I get it cheaper than that? Because ultimately, otherwise, mm. if not, I might as well just buy it from Alchemist, for example. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, cause why not? You know, so it, it, it's, and obviously what I'm talking about here is bra- brand new slash stuff that is obviously mm. still on sprue effectively. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I don't really buy used models i unless it's something if it was something very old like an old metal model which you yeah. can easily strip down but i'm not mm. a massive fan of buying you know your, your already made up stuff because i want to do it myself really and yeah. sort of do my own yeah. things but again i'm not discouraging anyone because it's still a market for that but i'm at this moment i'm talking primarily stuff that is brand new or untouched so it's still in the box or it's still on the sprue which let's be honest is, is pretty much the same thing so yeah, so you know, going back to it, I will look at the uh, like say say GW sells this particular box I'm looking for for thirty five pounds. I will then mm. look at Alchemist; they're probably selling it for twenty seven. So my goal, you know, and is to get it for less than twenty seven pounds. And obviously, that includes trying yeah. to get free postage or that factored into the lower price. Because again, if you're then paying postage on top as well, it drives it up, and you think, well, I might as well then again just buy it from alchemist or again mm, your retailer yeah. of choice so that's the aim now this is where sort of i this is what i will do next is i will then you know obviously search you know the obvious thing let's 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 go on ebay let's search for you know this particular thing um i'll actually use a real life example that i had because uh, well not myself but mm. this was sort of a, a conversation i had literally a few days ago with drew from our discord so yeah. I, was, I was chatting to him on voice chat and he was we were talking about uh, archeon because he was interested yeah. in potentially getting archeon so right okay so let's let's use him archeon as an example so archeon is 100 pounds over here in the uk to buy from gw uh, alchemists mm. do it for seven, him for 75 pounds so nice, nice saving, you know, three, mm. get uh, mm. uh, 25% off. So again, that's the goal. So you type in Archeon uh, into eBay. Now, obviously, you're going to get a lot of stuff that is either irrelevant or you'll be getting uh, the old metal model and things like that. So obviously, you need to know what you're looking for. I, uh, You know, you're looking for Archeon Everchosen, the, you know, the a- AOS box i yeah. mean you can tell generally by the price and the picture obviously it's the right one yes you know so obviously <laughs> you've got to use you know a bit of common sense that you're actually you know looking at the right thing uh whereas uh i mean obviously with archaeon luckily it's an example where there's not going to be that many of it of, of archaeon obviously if i typed in primaris then obviously there'd be a lot of options yeah <laughs> so so uh after you know you've typed in you know and that you've got lots of different search results then obviously you you know the use the filters to to filter it down to uh you know to aos or to or in this case um buy it now um and then basically mm. you can because again we're, we're ignoring auctions for this so just put it to yeah. buy it now and obviously another little tip put it to the your item location um because often it'll like for me i will get uk and some european stuff which yeah. i don't need or want because again i, I don't wanna, <laughs> you know don't need to go that route because of postage i just want to keep mm. it so i set it to the uk so then again it just yeah. filters results a bit more and then that way you're getting 
you know, the people uh, or the, sorry, the items that uh, you'd be interested in. So mm. um, one thing to note, again, if you want to filter a bit further, which is things like the condition of it, like fully assembled, unassembled, mm. again, use those. That's fine because, again, you want to use, you know, you want to look for unassembled and unpainted because obviously that will hopefully give you the, the ones that are still in the box or still on the sprue. Yeah. Another thing to be wary of is what is where if you use the new or used filter because mm. new and used can mean different things to different people <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what what and, and not necessarily in a bad way but obviously mm. when say say i i'm i'm selling archaeon you know i've got him in mm. he's in his box i've never touched him he's completely yeah. new in that regard for some people, they'll sell him as new. I probably would because I think, well, the box is completely untouched. It's like you yeah. could literally, this is like you bought it off yeah. the shelf. You know, it it's, in some case, yeah, yeah, exactly. So to me, I would sell that as new because I think, you know what, you wouldn't tell any difference. Whereas obviously for some people, they'll say that's used because you in theory, it. <laughs> it's secondhand. You've already bought it. So it's, you know, to me, yeah. it's down to whatever the, you know, again, whatever, if you could put, you know, take it literally off the shelf. To me, that's new. So if it's still got the cellophane mm. around it, if if it's a box, oh, you know, yeah. Start, yeah. then whereas obviously if it didn't, then to me, then it would be used because in theory, the cellophane's been taken off. It is not like you mm. would buy it on a shelf. So yeah, uh, my point is with this is that obviously be careful with the filters because obviously you may go, well, I'll, I'll click new because I want just a new one. Whereas you may miss out on ones by putting the the new filter yeah. on you'll miss out on some of the used ones which technically mm. aren't used they've just been bought before and therefore the persons consider you know so be careful of using that particular filter because you may miss out on on you know results in your your search that uh, yeah. you know that may have been handy for you so so right let's go back to our on now so we've searched <laughs> for him okay yeah so we and we're searching like i said by your location and we're just going for buy it now now, yes. it's good to start with buy it now for two for a couple of reasons. One, you may just see a cool price. You know, it may someone yeah. maybe you know it happens. Some people will just sell stuff at a price, thinking, "Wow, that's a good price." <laughs> and <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't need to go down the route of you know bothering with offers and things. You know, if you just see a straight price, like like in this example, I'm trying to get Archaon for less than seventy five pounds. If someone's selling for sixty pounds, I'll mm. just buy him. Why not? Yeah, you know, that's absolutely. already good. You're not really going to see him much cheaper than that. So, no. you know, so you don't need to always straight away go for the offers, you know, because because ultimately if someone's selling for £60 and it's all legit, you know, you need to then check the listing, check the person that's mm. selling it. Have they got good feedback? You know, does it look good? Because oh, yeah. obviously sometimes an offer can be too good to be true. But, um, mm. I mean, you've always got backup when, you know, with the way with eBay, if you buy something that, that doesn't, but that's a different story. So, you know, again, just just see if it's a, if there's a good price, just buy it outright, and then you're fine. Now, mm. the other part of of just filtering by buy it now is you will it will often be in cahoots with best offer because basically yes. to have a best offer, it's also got to have, be a buy it now at the same time. You can't you know right, you don't have yeah. just just a best offer by itself. So so in in simple terms, something that's buy it now doesn't have to have a best offer but something that's mm. a best offer has to be a buy it now yeah. that is literally yeah. the way around it has to be so so <laughs> yeah so i've literally i've got it in real time here so i've i've got i've searched by what i've just suggested with rk on you know for ones in the uk and 
for buy it now. And now I'm getting 28 results. Obviously I'm getting some of the, of the, uh, the metal one in there for some reason, but again, yeah. I can clearly ignore those. You know, there's not that many results. So, you know, you're seeing ones like, uh, 80 pounds plus three pound postage. Like that's cool. You know, that's not, but yeah. it's still cheaper if I buy it from Alchemist. Yeah, we've yes. got another 80 there. Again, it's cheaper if I buy it from Alchemist, etc. There's a 88 and 84. So you can see that the good thing is they're not no one's asking the 100 pounds there. Everyone's asking less. Mm. Yeah. Um but here's the first interesting one. Uh where they've got it buy it now for 92 or best mm-hmm. offer. Now yeah. this is what we're looking for. Um I've already looked at this one. So this is yes. I've already looked at it. I've already made <laughs> An offer, but I'm so this is I'm retrospectively talking about this one. So now this is what you can do, and I don't think everyone knows this. And this is one of my really key bits of advice and little things you need to know about. So when you and this applies to anything which is best offer, when you click on the make offer button and then go to type in the amount that you're thinking of offering, Mm. first thing you should do is make is in that box so before you've hit make offer just the actual just when you're typing the amount in make make it a really low number mm. you're obviously not going to offer that it's just no. that what will what may trigger at this point is it'll, it'll trigger this message which says on the screen it comes up in real time saying increase your offer now okay. basically what not everyone knows this uh, basically mm. what 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 this is meant is the person that is selling this archaeon as has put a thing as part of the the listing that's behind the scenes is I only, if someone's making an offer, I only want to know about it if it's over this amount. Ah, yeah. Okay. okay. eBay is not telling you what that amount is, but you can work it out by simply Mm. changing that amount until that message disappears. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's clever. So why I say going with a really low amount is, for this. So if I, you know, looked at this one and I immediately went in 70, that message may not mm. come up, but then that's yeah. because they they may have set it to 50. And so yeah. in my eyes, you want to set it as low as possible mm. and, and therefore see what they're, what the minimum they they're willing to hear about. doesn't mean they'll yeah. accept it. It just means that's what they want to know about. And therefore by getting it to them, then you're, you're putting the onus on them, uh, on them to decide whether, they want to accept mm. your offer or not so yeah. just keep change that amount until until you see it and then you can you can go down to the individual pound or dollar or whatever your currency is so you know yeah. so in this case it's i would type i would you know bring up the make offer box i would type in 10 pounds that message mm. may come up it may not always because again if they've not set that minimum then you know it may not come up but it comes up more often yeah. than it doesn't i've noticed so you put in the 10 pound and then you change it 20 30 40 just keep going up in tens just initially and then until it disappears and it's like oh it disappears at 70 okay so Mm -hmm. and then but it didn't disappear at 60 so clearly it's in that range and then just change it and keep changing it and in this particular example it was 65 65 pounds is the offer that they are willing to at least hear not say again not accept but they're willing to hear about it and now the key thing or the key reason for doing there's two good reasons for doing this is one you don't waste your time if their minimum is above what you're willing to spend see what i mean if their min like in this example if their minimum that they they want to hear about is 80 
then that's already over the 75 I can buy for it, buy it for, mm. from Alchemist. So I don't need, you know, so it's already a non-starter. If they're, they're yeah. you know, so there's no point even going there because it means I'm going to spend more than I could buy it over here. So that way you can see if it's already above your minimum. Um, the other thing mm. as well is, it, it, you know, then you've got it as low as possible and therefore it gives you, uh, uh, sorry, uh, if they come back with a counter offer, you've got it mm. quite low and therefore you can meet in the middle. You see what I mean? Yeah. Potentially. Because again, that's another thing you may want to be able to do. So mm. if you're happy with the amount that, that, you know, that there is their minimum, you know, when that increase your offer message disappears, send yeah. it, you send them the offer, mm. you send them that 65 quid offer. Now, yeah. one of three, a few things will happen. Um, they may straight, straight away say no, which they're entitled mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, again, it, it depends on things. How long have they been trying to sell it for? Because again, the longer it's been there, the more they're more likely they're going to be susceptible to accepting an offer or be at least be warm to it. Um, they may come back with a counter offer, which mm. you know is a different subject. We'll talk about in a minute. Or obviously, they may yep. accept it, and that does happen. It, mm. don't, and there's no real loss to this. You spent ten no. seconds of your time or so establishing whether the you know see what their minimum is. And just send it out. There's nothing really to lose because if see if they turn if that person turns around and accepts that sixty five quid, brilliant! What a bargain! Mm. I've got an Archeon for sixty five quid. I've saved ten pounds from from buying it at my local you know uh, retailer of choice. I've I've saved thirty five pounds on buying it from GW. Mm. So yeah. you know, happy days. And if they turn around and say no which they did in this case, <laughs> that's actually what happened. Um, they declined it straight mm. away. Then, okay, it's 30 seconds of your time, no loss. Or if they'd come back with a counter offer, uh, you, then you can see um, where you go with it. Obviously, in this particular yeah. example, if obviously I, there's only, because their minimum was 65 and obviously I can buy it from Alcus for 75, I've only got a 10 pound sway. You know, if because yeah. the nearer it approaches to 75, I'm, again, it goes back to the the original point. You might as well just buy it from Alchemist or your retailer. Yeah. So you know you've only got a bit to to play with. Obviously, when it's lower amounts, you can you can you know see how far you go. And then obviously they come back with a counter offer. And then in a way, you're just at the uh, you know like we see in in normal life with you know when people are bidding and and stuff. You you just try and meet in the middle. Um, some people mm. are unrealistic, unfortunately. Some people are not very will not negotiate very much. And that's just another thing I'll talk about, which is frustration. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but you know, it, it's not, there's no real loss from doing this to be honest. And like yeah. I said, you may get yourself a cheeky deal uh, from mm. it. And, and I'll be honest, I've got plenty from doing this. Um, yeah. You know, there, there's things where uh, like when I was buying some orc stuff, for my wife uh, a while back, um, there was a bundle of, of bits uh, for like 50 pounds, which was still a really good deal. I, I found that minimum, you know, that increase your offer thing. I got it for 35. It was the minimum. Yeah. I just chucked it out there. They accepted it straight away. You know, mm. they didn't. So again, nothing's a guarantee with any of this. It's just little things that, you know, you don't, but then you don't know what the seller's thinking, you know, just because yeah. yeah, it sounds absolutely. like they're never going to accept this. They're never going to accept it. You don't know that. You don't know that until you throw that mm. offer there. And as long as it's reasonable, yeah. which in this case it is because they have chosen 
this, if you see what I mean. Like, this mm. isn't... Because obviously yeah. some people, which again, we'll talk about in a second, some people get a bit funny about, oh, I don't want to, you know, make too silly an offer because that's just going to be insulting. This case, it's not insulting because they have told eBay they want to know about offers over 65. So yeah. if you offer 65, you're, you know, you're in within their ballpark because they set that ballpark. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. You see what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. You know, that's uh, something to consider. Now, um, one thing I will say with this increase your offer thing, it doesn't always come up. Um, Mm. If that doesn't come up, it's more than likely, not always, but it's more than likely they've set a, again, a minimum they want to know about, but they've set it almost like to an auto decline. And what you Mm. find is when it doesn't say that increase your offer thing, um, don't be surprised if it comes back with an immediate decline. They've probably yeah. they've probably set the buy the sorry the make offer thing to something that's quite near to the price. You know, mm. so again with this yeah. Archeon one, if this was if it wasn't coming up with, remember they're asking for ninety two pounds in this case. Yeah. They if they weren't want sorry if they hadn't set that in, you know increase your offer thing, that if there's a good chance they pr- probably won't care about it until it's at least like. 85 to 90 and at that point yeah you, you know you're not really wanting to buy it anyway because you know you can get it cheaper elsewhere so yeah again yeah. it doesn't mean you can't make a bid but don't be surprised it, i just find the increase your offer one that come when that comes up they're going to be more you know susceptible to potentially accepting it at least you know where you stand whereas if, yeah. it, if it doesn't yeah. come up that you you're in a bit of murky territory when it comes to deciding what to offer which is going to be the next subject okay <laughs> which is what do you offer in general? Say you don't know that, you know, it's mm. one of those sort of situations where it's just a, a normal item that is not coming up with that message, but where, where do you go with it? Now, this is a, there's no, <laughs> there's no science to this, no, but no. I find there is a rough ballpark that at least may yeah. get somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Now my sort so let's, let's think of an example. Um, Okay, so there's a, a kit that's well, it's only 15 quid. That's what they're asking for. Um, so it's, you know, I'm trying to think of this. It's like a kit that would be £17.50 on on uh, mm. GW. They want it They want it 15 for it, which is not a terrible price because, you know, yeah. obviously the lower, lower down you go, there's only going to be so much they're going to want to take off it. Is I would offer, in that case, around £11. I think yeah. two-thirds... So maybe three quarters is a nice, mm. it, that's the, that's the ideal amount. I think. Yeah. I think if you're yeah. going for anything less than that, then you're in the realms of people where they're just going to go, you're taking the mick here. You know, if oh, something, yeah. Yeah. Like if they're, if they want, you know, if something's, if they're trying to, if they've got something for that, they're trying to sell for 30 quid or it's on best offer and you want to make an offer, they're not going to accept a fiver. Let's be realistic. No. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Whereas if you offer 22 pounds, 23 pounds, mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not, you know, you're not taking the mick, but you're no, potentially yeah. saving a good amount off it, you know, in, yeah. in comparity, yeah. obviously the bigger, the higher the, the item, the more you're going to, you potentially may save. So there's only so mm. much saving you can get with the smaller items. Um, yeah. I just find that is the, that is the, the sort of ballpark that you should look for. Oh, two yeah. th- two yeah. thirds to three quarters seems to be. Yeah. So, so again, I've got a real life example here from red shadow on our discord because <laughs> he asked me, uh, for some advice a while back um this was actually for lego 
but you know the context oh, yeah, is yeah. still the same. It's still all works. models. It's all fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's still <laughs> you know it can be related to Warhammer. So uh, this particular kit, I think that it was one of those. I'm guessing it was one that they didn't stock, or it's hard to get a hold of because I think it was forty dollars retail, but they were selling it for eighty. Obviously, yeah. you know, I think it's one hard to get a hold of. Um, but you know, I, I I sort of you know sort of reason with them go go for around you know, 60, I think, you know, that, that round 60 something realm, because mm. uh, again, yeah. obviously I'm converting this into, you know, from a dollars to pounds situation, which obviously I don't know so much about the dollars because obviously it's a bigger gap, but you know, in this case, you know, that's a reasonable amount. That to me is if it was 80 pounds, say rather than $80, I would offer about between 60 and 65, you know, because yeah. again, it's reasonable. Yeah. Um, he offered $65. The person came back with a counter offer of 68, and he accepted it. There yeah. you go. He got it for sixty eight dollars. Yeah. I know there's posters and tax, which I don't know so much about, but fundamentally, yeah. you know, he got a an eighty dollar thing for sixty eight dollars. You know, mm. and yeah, and it's still you know it's a good saving because you know it's. I oh, know yeah, for some yeah. people it's like oh, it's a few pound here, a few dollars here, but why not? If you you know for the sake of just throwing you know because that's all Red did, but in this case, just go here you go mm. sixty five. See yeah. what happens. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You've got, you know, yeah. you got nothing it's, to lose. Um, yeah, it, it's almost about building sort of a rapport. Like mm. like you said, it's important to make mm. that offer that is significant enough that you're clearly not disrespecting them with exactly. it. Exactly. But yeah. low enough that you have room because what you what you want to trigger is something like that. Like uh, the ideal situation is you bid for like 60% of what they're asking for and they say, yes, of course. Yeah. But what it's never going to happen exactly like that unless you're very no. lucky. What is going to happen is you're going to bid for that, and then they'll come back with slightly higher, and you come back with mm-hmm. slightly lower. It, it's just yeah. bartering at that point. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but like, but you want to get into that because the second they accept that, the second they start bartering with you, they're accepting that they can, pro- they will probably sell to you. Yes, it's just figuring out the exact point between your two offered prices that they'll end up selling at. Yeah. Because it, it's in, it's uh, it's time investment for them. The second they mm. bo- the second they do more than just immediately decline your offer, they are investing in the idea that they will sell to you, and yes, you know starting absolutely. this starting this sort of back and forth. And um, you know it can it can be a little fun, sort of finagling out the <laughs> final details. And yeah. it's good to have that sort of respectful relationship, just in case mm. anything is wrong with the yeah, item that, you receive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like everything It's think about it. If you were the seller, you know, if you were asking, you know, you're saying something that for 50 pounds, which is worth it. You know, it's not like you're yeah. being silly with your price. If someone offers you 10 pounds, it's, it's disrespectful. You would like, come yeah. on, come on, mate, what are you doing? You know, so it, mm. it works the other way when you're the buyer. So you've got to be realistic, but then, you know, don't, but then the flip side is the fact they've said best offer means they mm. are open to negotiation generally again we'll we'll talk about the frustration bit in a minute because that's quite a key thing but yeah yeah you know ultimately they are you know they are it's what you know it's like when you buy when you're selling something on facebook or other places or you know craigslist is that a thing isn't it if it still is and uh yeah i uh, think so i think so um yeah um you know people put all nearest offer don't they they go you know so it, mm. you know if someone's yeah. saying i it means they are willing to negotiate otherwise they would not put or nearest offer yeah. you know it's the same yeah principle. they just say buy it now yeah, yeah exactly so it, it, in this case you know it's just finding that sweet spot so two-thirds to three-quarters is is 
you know, I'll actually go start with two thirds because again, it gives yeah. you a bit, a bit of leeway because like you said, mm. if they come back with a counter offer um, and see what happens. Talking to counter offers. Now this is a technique that I sort of discovered recently for myself that I, again, I've had a lot of good times with actually. And it's something that I didn't, I, I hadn't really, it was one of those sort of, one of those methods that I'd sort of accidentally sort of fallen into yeah. and it, it seems to work. Now this is the, the watch and wait technique. Now, yeah. what I mean by this is, okay, so we, we've got, let's, we won't use Archeon as an example. We use something a bit more generic. You know, there's a particular kit. Again, it's usually about £35. You're trying to get it obviously a fair bit cheaper than that. Um, you, you know, you've done what I've said where you've looked at buy it nouns, you've looked at some make offers, etc. And there's nothing re- No, there's nothing really tasty there. You know, there's nothing really like, you know, they either they're all around £35 or there or thereabouts, uh, or, you know, the, the you made a few offers on some of the buy it nows. No one's, you know, no one's really get, you're not mm. really getting anywhere. That happens. That yeah. will definitely happen. You just don't go any, get anywhere. Next thing to do now is look at, just focus on the buy it now ones, because obviously if they're the mm. best offer ones, then you've pro- potentially made an offer already and not got anywhere. So just concentrate on the best offer, uh, sorry, the, the buy it now ones. Yes. And just watch it, as in click the watch item thing. What will sometimes mm. happen, and I've had this a lot recently, well, like you said, say this, this whatever kit I'm looking for, Primaris, Hellblasters, whatever, um, I then, you know, I find a lot of the bite nows that are in the ballpark figure that you're looking for, but you just want, you're just trying to get it a bit cheaper, is just watch mm. them all. Just go, do, 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 just click watch them all. Now, yeah. what often happens and this and i've done this myself as a seller is often the seller will make you an offer okay mm. and, and obviously the offer because what you can do as a seller is if it obviously you it, it you know ebay keeps track of how many people are watching your item you yeah. can make an offer to the people watching so there's five say you know five people watching what you're selling you can make uh, you know if you're really trying to get rid of it you can make them all an offer now i think off the top of my head the offer that the seller has to send out is 5% less than what they're asking for, basically. Okay. Obviously, the, yeah. I think that's the minimum deduction they can take off mm. it. But sometimes yeah. they'll take 10, 20% off because, again, they want to, mm. they, they really just want to sell it. Because some, yeah. remember, some people just want, want to get rid of it. It's not all about making money. They just want to get rid of that bloody backlog. Now, yes. <laughs> um, so, and I've had it in recent times where, like I said, I've just hit, hit all these likes uh, or sorry, not likes uh, watches on all these items. And then, you know, often quite quickly, I've had it within the hour, sometimes the Mm. next day where you're getting an offer, you know, where it's like, you know, say, you know, they were, they had it priced for 35, but they've knocked it down to 31 for you. Obviously now you've got two options. Now you've got to consider that remember the other watchers of that item, especially if it's something that's quite hard to get hold of, they've had the same offer. And remember whoever Mm. gets there first, gets it so you got you know you got to be a bit quick but what can happen is obviously if they turn around with an offer and just say you know it's just such that you think you know what that's probably as low as i'm going to get it then accept it you've just made a saving Mm. just from simply clicking watch on the item and they've come to you rather than the other way around but what can happen is is they they they've made you this 31 pound offer is it often will come up with make counter offer. So you can counter their offer, Ah, which remember you couldn't do before because it Mm. was just set to buy it. Now there was no best offer on it. 
Yeah. You've not, right. So, but so not only have they made oh. you a, an offer that's less than what they're asking for, you may be able to get go even lower potentially mm. because now yeah. it's opened up. They can set it to 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 not allow counter offers. I will say that, but I would. Yeah. Say, but I, in my experience, the vast majority of them will have not set that. I they will mm. be open to counter offers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they and and you're in the you're in the same ballpark you were before, where it's like right, mm. okay. Um, you know, they, it's 35, they're asking for 31. I'm going to offer them 26. See yeah. what happens. And again, again, it's like everything with and all this advice may not pull, you may not pull it off, but it will happen. I guarantee it. There'll be times and mm. I've had it multiple times myself where that will happen. You, they'll just go, yeah, okay. Cause they, they want to get rid of it. And you're like, brilliant. Mm. I've got it down from 35 to 26 pounds yeah. just for yeah. a few clicks. It's it's simple as that again you may not know about it <laughs> it's just so yes. you know so don't be frightened to you know watch stuff which you were not considering because it was just not you know it was it was a buy it now which was a, at a price you weren't willing to spend um yes. so yeah that's a again another really big one i've had a lot and it and that works especially i would say mm. on older stuff or stuff yeah. that is yeah. not high in demand because again yes the, the more it's like that the more they're trying to get rid of it because you know, whereas like if it's if you're trying to like uh, at this moment in time, like I know custodies go for quite high the kits because there's mm. you know GW are trying to churn them out. They're hard to get you know relatively hard to get hold of at the moment. So you're not really going to get anywhere. But like I said if you're looking at some of the older stuff that that some of these armies have, and or even like you know Warhammer Fantasy or you know Necromunda, some of the older kits mm. that yeah they just want to get rid of them because they're just hanging around and there's there's only a niche market for them so if you've watched yeah. it they're like oh someone's watching my item <laughs> here you go i'll give you a good price for it and that's basically what happens and and where mm. you can yeah and also i found it that some sellers will almost do it on everything that you watch mm. i have this there's, ah. a, there's a um one here in the uk called the troll trader uh troll trader mm. uh has also their own website as well they 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 specialize in new and used warhammer stuff and I think yes. not always, but most of the time when I watch one of their items, which I don't realize I've watched one of their items until I look at the seller is most of the time they will come back and make me an, uh, an offer. So I always, uh, you know, I often always save on their items, mm. you know, rather yeah. than just buying it straight away, just watch it and wait to see what happens in the next sort of 12 to 24 hours. You know, yeah. it, it, it does happen. And there'll be the same with other sellers around the world that will all, pretty much always throw offers your way, you know, mm. tap them up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another thing I want to say is about frustration, which I've mentioned a few times so far. Yes. This process can be frustrating. That's the way it goes. Um, and my advice is, and obviously you, I'm, you'll say the same, Cameron, don't get frustrated, you know, yes. because it's not, it's not worth it. Now, the, the I find the most frustration, com- the, the two most frustrating things are uh, similar to that Archaeon one where, they don't make an a, at least a counter offer you know that that i've made yeah. an offer of 65 which okay i realize is the the least they were even willing to consider but like they've not negotiated they've not you know come back with oh well i want 92 i'll give it you for 85 and then again then yeah. the like you said earlier cameron the bartering comes up mm. i find it frustrating when you make an offer and they don't consider a counter offer that i find frustrating yeah. because but often that's generally because it's been on ebay for very little time generally so they're not wanting to jump which i understand i get that um whereas obviously it's been hanging around on ebay for a while they probably want to get rid of it a bit quicker 
Now, mm. the other frustration, which probably is the one that frustrates me more, <laughs> is, and you will see this, I guarantee it, if you're doing some of these things that I'm that we're talking about, is people not willing to negotiate, or sorry, they, they negotiate, in, in and their negotiating is just so silly. Like, I've seen yeah. it where there's a kit for 25 quid, you know, buy it now or best offer, I've offered them 18, you know, again, in that ballpark, yeah. you know, reasonable amount, and they come back with 24.99 as the counter offer. They've literally Sweet. reduced it by one one yeah. penny. When it's yeah. like that, you're not going to get anywhere. If that, no. if that, you know, the, if that, because it's almost the reverse of what we're saying. Where I feel that's <laughs> a bit disrespectful. You know, yeah. like, in a way, yeah. it's like just why do you, like I would say to them, you know, just decline it. Like if you're yeah, coming back absolutely. with where you're knocking one pence off, that's. Mm a bit insulting you know you might as well just say no <laughs> you know just rather than you know because it's you know i think it's a bit disrespectful so again uh, try not to get frustrated it is frustrating because i feel it's it's mm. the, the opposite where you're trying to be reasonable and they're just you know taking the mick the other the other way it happens yeah most people yeah. don't oh that's the good thing but you will have some sellers that are a bit funny about it and yeah so be it you just <laughs> don't, don't worry about it <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I think that's uh, any, any, any other things you'd say, Cameron, on, on offers Um, or buying anything that you've, that you've seen uh, in the past? Let's see. Uh, Most of mine. Yeah. You mentioned it briefly near the start, but for people who are brand new to eBay and stuff like that, whenever you're looking at a listing, scroll right down to the bottom and it has two very important pieces of information. One is the seller's rating. Yes. You you generally want above 90% because... Mm -hmm. It's it's because as a customer, you can review someone you've bought something off, and yep. it also has their number of recent sales. Yes. Uh, so yes. those like those two pieces. If someone's got a really high rating, but they haven't sold anything in twelve months, it's possible that you know there's a reason for that. If mm-hmm. someone's got a really low rating and a high volume of sales, it's because they're bad, and you probably yeah you know they'll, they'll give you something yeah. bad condition like that. Um. Personally, when I'm getting stuff on eBay, I look for like 90% plus and at least, you know, a few recent sales, like three or four yeah. in the last month is reasonable because not mm-hmm. everyone is a high volume, yeah. you know, eBay yeah, merchant. Absolutely. Some people are just, just shifting stuff out of their backlog and that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But like, and, and then there are, you know, the actual shop fronts that use ebay where it's like we've sold 1200 items this last two months i'm like and we've got a 90 percent rate i'm like cool you're all good you're going to be professional yeah um if they don't show you actual pictures of their version of the product <laughs> you can be a little suspect there mm-hmm. um i'm not i i would never accuse anyone of stealing intellectual property but recasters do exist <laughs> i'm yeah. making no ethical judgment on their practices but <laughs> If you're looking for plastic games workshop models, you are unlikely to get anywhere near the quality you're expecting. So, you know, um, and as part of communication with a seller on eBay, can you ask for more photos? I believe you can. You can, yeah, you can, you can, you can send questions. Um, Mm, and yeah, and also for bespoke stuff, this is slightly going off Mm. topic, but for bespoke stuff, don't be frightened to ask because often they encourage it. Yeah. Like for example, like when I say bespoke stuff, I'm talking, you know, 3D printed things or mm. movement trays, you know, things like, oh, I'm looking for this movement tray. Do you have it? You know, don't, don't be frightened because, you know, if even if it's not the item but that that you're looking for, you know, if it, if you, if like they specialize in movement trays, but you're looking yeah. at, there's, they don't, you can't see the one they have. Just ask a question 
you know, mm. on the on as an option on what, on the one you're looking at, and then say, oh, well, you know, well, I'm looking at this one, but do you have a, a this version of it? And you know, see what they say because often they do, yeah. especially if, again if it's stuff that is 3D printed or or the equivalent. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes they don't answer that. You know, but yeah. again, it's like everything. It just you know, just you, you ask is. the question. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I think with with the seller, you know, with the rating and this stuff, I mean, exactly what Cameron says. You you got to be careful. Um, the flip side is often when you're buying on eBay, it's through PayPal and mm. you know eBay obviously itself. You do have a lot of backing. Things yeah. are a lot are, are very much in the favour of the buyer rather than the seller. You know, they mm. favour you as the buyer more than the seller. So yeah. you know, so don't. But, you know, if, if something's too good to be true, it probably is. But if you think, mm, take a punt, then, you know, you're probably going to be okay. Even if you have the frustration of that it was a load of rubbish and, you know, they lied yes. about it, you'll yeah. get your money back. Yeah. You know, it, I know, you know, because sometimes <laughs> I've seen stuff that looks almost too good to be true. I've taken a punt mm. on it and it was fine. You know, it's just, yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, so I think, you know what, I've, eBay's got my back. So I'll, you yeah. know, I'll take yeah, a chance exactly. on it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah you know it's mm. just think think thinking it's thinking the whole whole, the whole picture i think really yeah 100 percent. um and this episode has been super ebay focused this is my last addendum uh it's been super ebay focused but a lot of these general uh techniques i guess is the best way to say it, these general tips apply to other online forums mm. for retail yeah in yeah. particular i had a great year last year buying secondhand 40k stuff on Facebook Marketplace. And there is one significant advantage there, which is it is generally restricted to not just your country, but you like your very local area for most of the stuff you find on there. So um, whereas on eBay, I could have maybe found slightly better deals or found a, I could definitely have found a better array of stuff. But on Facebook Marketplace, I never paid for delivery because we could just they could drop it off to me or I could go pick it up from them. We could also yeah, stay yeah. COVID safe while doing that because, you know, you, you do the, uh, you do the old put the package down and I'll inspect it and then I'll put the cash down <laughs> next to the package and back off with the package. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the, in the name of safety, not in the name of general politeness. Um, yeah. but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there, there's lots of ways to get cheaper Warhammer kit. Mm. Uh, and most of it is this online stuff relying your fellow hobbyists we're all in this together yeah people are selling off stuff they don't want to get stuff they do want you're buying stuff you do want because you've gotten rid of the stuff you don't want it's this big wide cycle the only tragedy here is if someone outright robs you very unlikely or if some of these beautiful minis end up in a landfill somewhere and we've got to prevent that so buy buy second hand it's not bad you're not you're not hurting anyone doing that That's very good advice. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it, like Cameron said, this advice is general. I mean, I'm. It, it's right. This is eBay focused, but I suppose because that's my, you know, my mm. expertise in air quotes. I'm not an expert, but you know, what I mean, it's what I use. <laughs> and uh, it, whereas I, whereas for example, my wife uses Facebook to buy so much stuff for you know our daughter. Nothing, nothing Warhammer related, unfortunately. But mm. you know, it's the same principle where you go to these selling sites, and yeah, you can you know buy local stuff off local people, and you can pick up some absolute bargains. And and yeah, social media can be great for it. I mean, even with our you know on Twitter, I've sold quite a lot of my backlog to just people on Twitter. Mm. And I, yeah, there's a bit of chance involved, but 
it's never gone wrong for me so far. You know, people have yeah. paid me straight away. I've sent it to them. They've been happy with it. I've had no problems at all with it. And and the same with Discord mm-hmm. and obviously your friends. And, and obviously you can give each other mates rates and things like that if you choose to do so. Um, yeah. One thing I would say, going back, just one last thing. We'll wrap this up shortly. I will touch upon <laughs> selling briefly because we've just been talking about yes. it. Um, you know, and this again, this is fundamentally with eBay. But again, you can apply this logic to you know, to the selling sites as well. Uh, we're selling number one. It's the same as buying. It's finding the right price. Again, mm. if a kit is 35 pounds at eBay, um, sorry, at GW brand new, don't sell it for 35 pounds. Cause I'll just buy it from GW mm. or buy it from alchemist. You know, like you be realistic. I just think there's a lot of people that sell stuff. I think, well, you're never going to get that amount because you're not, oh, no, yeah. no, you're not enticing anyone. You know, so again, no. it's the same principle. I sort of, because the good thing is a lot of the time, the my the backlog I'm selling, I bought cheap and cheaper anyway. So, you know, there mm. may be a slight loss, but if you can get roughly what you paid for it, it, it's win-win. So if I, you know, so say this, get this kit that's usually 35 quid. If I bought it for 25, I'll probably sell it for around 25 or maybe 28, you know, something like that if you, with postage, etc. And that person's mm. got a good deal that buys it because they've got it for 28 and I've sort of either, you know, made a few quid or maybe lost a few quid depends which side you do it. So again, I've yeah. on eBay, I've sold everything that I've sold that, you know, I've nothing is sorry. Nothing has ever been unsold. You know, basically mm. I've always yeah. sold everything <laughs> because by putting it at that again, that three quarters price, you know, etc uh another bit of advice is again this is primarily for ebay separate stuff out rather than bundle it uh in the sense because yeah. obviously what can be tempting is say you've bought a load of boxes for a particular army you're going to do but you you're not going to anymore because you change your mind is don't bundle them together because most of the time people don't want every box within it um there may mm. be a few but you're more likely to get rid of it quicker and easier if you separate it out so say you've got like two or three start collecting boxes plus two or three other boxes of that same army don't bundle them together um you mm. know like because people think well yeah i want to start collecting box but i don't want that box with it as well and you're less likely to sell it so um i'd recommend that and i think when it comes to my last bit of advice with selling is if you're selling parts or and this applies to used models really as well so anything that that's not just the box or you know on the sprue if it's anything is be a bit more descriptive about what is actually in there because sometimes what yeah. ha- often happens is i've noticed sellers rely on the photo to say what it is and most of the time it is you're like this is the you know this is five storm bolters like yes i can clearly mm. see it's, you know that's fine but sometimes when it's just a random assortment of stuff you're thinking put a little bit of effort in to tell people what's actually in it because sometimes i'm like yeah. squinting the photos i'm like i don't know what's in there like is that mm. what part where at least you know do it spend a few minutes ago well there's five storm bolters there's you know 10 shoulder pads you know just it's little things but as a buyer i need to know what's in there as well especially when it's just Mm. a bundle of bits i know it's a bit time consuming but you're more likely to sell it because people go ah yeah there's all those bits that i need so yeah i think um and especially if it's an older model as well i've again i've noticed this with you know and you may have seen this yourself cameron when you've looked at again older models is uh, put some effort into saying what it like if you don't know what it is because some people find models in their attic and thinking Hmm. what model is this find out what it is first so then when you list it you're listing it as the item like if Mm. this is a you know a dark elf dreadlord on 
cold one, you know, it's a, it's, yeah. Lord, it's Malice Dark Blade or something. Say that. Don't put like mm. you know Dark Elf Lord because you're probably not going to because people are probably going to search for the other thing more than the the specific thing yeah. rather than the general yeah. thing. So uh, therefore, we'll miss out on your listing. So yeah, try to you know try to accurately say what that model is. You know because you're more mm. likely for people to find it generally. So yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. You're all going to be. <laughs> buying selling ebay selling site connoisseurs now <laughs> oh yes <laughs> but no, jokes, jokes aside i hope you know people that, that listen to this episode get something out of it because oh, it, yeah. you know it's it's all good advice it and even though we've slanted it as ebay and slanted it as as warhammer it applies to most things you know it's just it's mm. it, the, the 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 you know finding the right offer finding the right selling price applies to anything ever but it's just trying to remember things like look for that increase your offer thing that pops up sometimes do the Mm. watch and wait technique you know yeah it's things like that they're the things that will save you the money uh, in my experience Mm. anyway uh, when you're buying stuff on ebay so give it a go and also what would be really nice is if you do make some good savings let us know if it's it'd be cool to know that something's worked (laughs) you know just you know Mm. no you know spreading the love spreading the, the the positivity in these mm. tough times so absolutely right and that's enough waffling for us cameron where can people <laughs> find you on the internet uh you can find me on twitter at night underscore twitten that's night without a k where i am endlessly fascinated by the dismantling of capitalism by a bunch of redditors <laughs> <laughs> it's been such an interesting week just to date <laughs> this waffle for everyone this, yeah. was, this was the week hedge funds lost 70 billion dollars um it's quite appropriate we're talking about you know making money losing money here so yeah 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 see what you don't do is you don't short sell your miniatures you 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 be respectful to those miniatures and give them exactly. proper value um uh if you're more interested in my hobby stuff you can check out our discord uh check out on instagram at realm underscore end underscore ruin or uh the official podcast twitter at realm and ruin i post hobby updates relatively frequently in all three of those places excellent awesome you can find me also on social media at ninja badger 7 on twitter and like cameron said you can find us on mm. our official podcast on there you can join our lovely sexy discord which is a good place to buy and sell models as well because there's often yeah, people a lot of trade that, exactly we've got a trading <laughs> channel on there as well so quite appropriate mm-hmm. and hopefully people on discord uh, pick up some some good tips from this show as well when they get around to listening to it so yeah uh, yeah that's us that's us waffling it's all been about eBay, and uh, so be good to each other. Don't tell yes. people how to hobby. Enjoy your hobby, and as always, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>